الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة All praise and thanks belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the blessing of Al-Islam and for the blessing of the Sunnah for guiding us to Al-Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah As we mentioned in the last week's class verily in the times of fitna the seeking of knowledge is an escape so I want to encourage myself first and foremost and all those who are hearing my voice to stick to the seeking of knowledge and to benefiting one's time with that which will benefit them and that which is best and definitely inside of these first 10 days of this tremendous month of Dhul-Hijjah the best days of the year it is incumbent that we stick and we busy ourselves with righteousness and verily one of the greatest deeds greatest good deeds then it is seeking knowledge so bismillahi ta'ala purify your intentions and seek the ilm lillahi jalla wa'ala for Allah jalla wa'ala we continue going over the tremendous book by the Fadilat al-Shaykh al-Allama the Imam Muhammad bin Abdul Wahhab rahimahullahu ta'ala entitled Qawad al-Arba' and we're reading through the explanation of the Allama Shaykh Saleh al-Fawzan and at times we will go to other explanations inshallah ta'ala we will mention uh, at those particular points and at those uh, times I implore everyone to have a pen and a paper there with them so that they may take notes and that that may so that they may uh, that may yani, adequately uh, put forth efforts in seeking knowledge to escape the fitna as he mentioned as Sheikh Muqbir ta'ala, he mentions that uh, seeking and sticking to the knowledge is a way out from the fitna in his tremendous book, Al-Makhraj min al-Fitna. Uh, so have your pen in your papers and be serious, inshallah ta'ala. Don't rely on a recording because technical things happen and recordings uh, go missing uh, because they become corrupted or what have you uh, from the different technical issues that may occur. So don't, don't re- 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 yani, uh, rely on a recording or anything like that. But have your pen in your paper and you take notes, inshallah ta'ala. If there's anything that you would like for me to repeat, then write it in the type screen there. And inshallah ta'ala, we'll repeat it so that your notes are good. Alakullin, we are still on the introduction wherein the Shaykh, the Imam, the Mujaddid Muhammad bin Abdul Wahhab, rahimahullah ta'ala, he made this tremendous dua 
And as the Allama Sheikh Zayn al-Madkhali, he mentions that this dua, as the Sheikh, he says, ibtada al-musannif, that the musannif, he began this work, rahimahullah ta'ala, bid dua wa tadarra' ilallah jalla wa'ala liqari'iha wa sami'iha wa likulli man yattala' alayha. That he began this tremendous work by making dua and invocating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for everyone who reads this book, everyone who hears his book, and everyone who studies his book. Naam, and this is tremendous. We had reached the point of the dua where the Imam, rahimahullah ta'ala, he supplicates to Allah ta'ala for the reader and the hearer and so on and so forth, where he says, وَأَنْ يَجْعَلَكَ مُبَارَكًا أَيْنَمَا كُنْتْ And that he make you blessed wherever you may be. That he makes you blessed wherever you may be. And this is something that is tremendous. And when one looks at the first sentence and the first portion of the dua, وَأَسْأَلُ اللَّهَ الْكَرِيمِ رَبِّ الْعَرْشِ الْعَظِيمِ أَنْ يَتَوَلَّاكَ فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ And I ask Allah, the most generous, the most noble, the Lord of the tremendous throne, that He safeguard and protect you in this world and the next. Then the Imam, rahimahullah ta'ala, he follows that up by saying, وَأَنْ يَجْعَلَكَ مُبَارَكًا أَيْنَمَا كُنْتْ And that He makes you blessed wherever you may be. That He makes you blessed wherever you may be. This is something that is tremendously important. And this is something that is yani, outstanding in its meanings. Sheikh Salih Fawzan, ta'ala, he says, إِذَا جَعَلَكَ اللَّهُ مُبَارَكًا أَيْنَمَا كُنْتْ فَهَذَا هُوَ الْغَايَةَ الْمُطَارِبِ He said that if Allah makes you blessed wherever you may be, then this is the epitome of that which is sought. If Allah makes you blessed, wherever you may be, then this is the epitome of that which is sought. Naam. Let us look a little bit, bithnilahi ta'ala, at this particular kalima, this particular word of make you blessed. Naam. Mubarakan. That Allah makes you blessed, wherever you may be. The ulama, they say, اَيْ أَنْ يَجْعَلَكَ يَعْنِ كَثِيرُ النَّفِعِ that Allah, He makes you blessed, meaning that you have a lot of goodness, a lot of benefit as relates to others. That you are blessed because you are benefit for others. And as we understand from this particular thing, that one will only be able to be a benefit to others if they themselves, first and foremost, are a benefit to themselves. As the famous statement, it goes, الفاقد شيء لا يعطيه The one who is deprived of something, he will not have the ability to give it. Naam. So in order to be a blessing for others or a benefit for others, then an individual has to be first what? A benefit to themselves. One who they themselves are benefiting. Naam. This kalima al-mubarak, it is the maf'ool, barakah. It is the maf'ool of the verb baraka. Naam, baraka. Baraka yubariku barakatan. Naam. Ala kullin, what does this mean maf'ool? What is a maf'ool? The maf'ool, 
هو ما وقع عليه فعل الفاعل the maf'ul it is that which the action of the doer falls upon it the action of the doer falls upon it طيب let me give you an example from another word we have the word akala نعم to eat طيب to eat خير the maf'ul of the verb to eat is ma'kul ma'kul right akala ya'kulu aklan right so the maf'ul being that word that the action of the doer falls upon it in this sense of to eat or he ate right it will be ma'kul that which is eaten or it is eaten right or ate like it comes inside of the statement of Allah Jalla wa ala ka'usfin ma'kul right like empty fields of corn stalks which have been what ma'kul which have been eaten which have been eaten طيب so this particular word mubarak then this means that the blessing it falls upon it that this is that which has been adorned with a blessing it has been adorned with a blessing it has been adorned with al barakah naam it has been adorned with al barakah um just briefly the word mubarak naam you will spell it mim ba alif ra kaf mim ba alif mad ra kaf naam mubarak طيب and uh, baraka this thing that is mubarak it has been described as being that which has on it baraka baraka naam waqala imam ibn qayyim in al-fawaid imam ibn qayyim he says in al-fawaid that the word baraka naam the word baraka which is spelled alif lam ba ra kaf ta marbuta al-baraka the word baraka or blessing what is it is kathratul khair that it is a lot of good Naam Wadawam and the persistence of good. A lot of good that is continual. A lot of continual good. A lot of continual good. Tayyip. This is Barakah. So the word Mubarak, right? Is the Mafrool of Barakah. Again, so as to repeat, it is the it is the Mafrool of the word Barakah. which means that there falls on it barakah which is a continuous great amount of good a continuous great amount of good right ala kulli hal ala kulli hal the shaykh goes on and he mentions after we gain some understanding that the one who was mubarak he has on him barakah a continuous amount of good where he benefits himself and he ben- he's a benefit to others. Naam. 
The Sheikh, he says that if a person is blessed with this, then they will have the epitome of good. They will have the epitome of good. The epitome of that which is sought after, that which a person he looks for. Naam. And this by itself, as we said, is something that is tremendous. But let us understand exactly what are the ramifications of such. The Shaykh, he mentions, he says that baraka, that Allah will put baraka. Naam. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He will therefore subsequently put barakah inside of a person's life. For umrik. That Allah ta'ala, He will put barakah inside of a person's lifespan. Naam. And again, remember, we said that uh, Imam ibn Qayyim, He mentioned that the word barakah is what? Is and it is an extensive or a lot of continual perpetual goodness. So that means that Allah Ta'ala, He will put a lot of continual perpetual goodness inside of a life of a person. Naam. That a person will have in his life a lot of good which is continuous. That's tremendous. Just from that aspect and standpoint alone, we understand why the Shaykh, He says, إِذَا جَعَلَكَ اللَّهُ مُبَارَكًا أَيْنَمَا كُنْتْ فَهَذَا هُوَ غَايَةً الْمُطَارِبِ That if Allah makes you blessed wherever you may be, then this is the epitome. This is the epitome of what? Of that which is sought after. Of that which is sought after. But it's not just there, not just that. It doesn't just stop there. But then the Shaykh, he goes on, حَفِظَهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى And... He says, And that Allah Ta'ala, He puts barakah, He puts blessings inside of what? Inside of your provisions. That Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, He puts blessings inside of your provisions. And that Allah, He puts blessings, He puts barakah, inside of your knowledge. That Allah puts barakah inside of your knowledge, barakah inside of your provisions, barakah inside of your knowledge, amalik, and that Allah He puts barakah inside of your actions. That Allah Ta'ala He puts barakah inside of your actions. And that Allah He puts barakah inside of your progeny. He puts barakah inside of your progeny, your children. Naam. When one reflects upon the meanings of this After understanding what is barakah Because like we said it's translated as blessings But sometimes that may not be enough For a person to understand the full scope Of what is intended by the word But as Imam Ibn Qayyim he mentions again I'm repeating it again Because I want you to have this in your notes That barakah kathratul khayr wa dawami That barakah it means a lot of good which is perpetual. That is continuous. Okay? That baraka, it means a lot of good that is continuous. So now reflect upon that. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will place a lot of continual good inside of your life. 
Allah Ta'ala will place a lot of continual good inside of your provisions. That Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will place a lot of continual good inside of your knowledge. That Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will place a lot of continual good inside of your actions and your deeds. Then that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will place a lot of continual good inside of your progeny, inside of your children and your lineage. Naam. And that this blessing that has been placed upon you is where Ainama kunt to baraka. Meaning that no matter where you may go, baraka will be there with you. No matter where you may go, baraka will be there with you. Naam. No matter which country, no matter which land, and so on and so forth, what the baraka will be there with you. When one reflects upon this, he understands a little better why the Shaykh he says, إِذَا جَعَلَكَ اللَّهُ مُبَارَكًا أَيْنَمَا كُنْتْ فَهَذَا هُوَ غَايَةً الْمُطَالِبِ That if Allah makes you blessed wherever you may be, then this is the epitome of that which is sought after. This is the epitome of that which is sought after. نعم. وَبِلَا شَكْ وَبِلَا رَيْبَ No one will be able to attain this except for the one whom Allah is their safeguarder and protector. So now we start to see and we start to understand why the Imam, he mentions these particular yani, uh, supplications in the order that he mentions them in. That he mentions them in the order that he mentions them in. Because remember, the first part of it was what? That Allah, he is your safe, that, that he, it, he safeguards and protects you, right? In this world and in the next. Only the one whom Allah Ta'ala safeguards and protects them in this world and the next, they are the only ones that can be blessed wherever they at. They are the only ones that can be blessed wherever they at. So now we see why the Imam Rahimullah Ta'ala, he mentions that Allah safeguards and protects you first and then that he makes you blessed wherever you may be. There comes a hadith in Muslim on the authority of Zayd bin Arqam and this hadith is chained, it reaches back to the Prophet Muhammad I want everyone to write this hadith down because this is tremendous and this is from that which we should have on our tongues much and that which we need to beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, by way of it after we have seen or since we have started to see and started to understand the implications and the benefit uh, of Allah Ta'ala being the one who safeguards and protects us in this world and the next uh, and the like. And that is the statement of the Prophet Sallallahu uh, and the dua which he taught us. Allahumma ati nafsi taqwaha O Allah, give to my soul its taqwa. Give to my soul is taqwa. Give to my soul is taqwa. Wazakiha and purify it. Anta khayru man zakaha because you are the best of the purifiers. Anta waliyuha wa maulaha. You are the safeguarder and protector of it. You are the safeguarder and protector of it. This is a dua, inshallah ta'ala, that. Uh, I encourage myself and everyone who's listening to keep their tongues moist with it.
bismillahi ta'ala. Alakulina Shaykh Yozan and he says, meaning that, that wherever you may go, that the blessing, it will be there with you. Aynama tawajahta hadha khayrun azim. No matter where you go, is there, he said, then this is yani, a tremendous good. وَفَضُّ مِنَ اللَّهِ سُبْحَانُهُ وَتَعَالَى And this is a bounty from Allah Jalla wa'ala. That this is a bounty from Allah Jalla wa'ala. Naam. That wherever you may be, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He blesses you. This bila shak wa bila raib is a tremendous bounty from Allah Jalla wa'ala. So now I want you to contemplate and I want you to reflect. And I want you to look at the wisdom of the Imam and how he ordered this dua and the and the yani the order in which he brought the dua, right? Because I want to stress to you and to show you the uh, superiority of the ulama and how we are in need of the ulama. And how the ulama, when they write, it is not, yani, and when they speak, it is not haphazardly. But things are put, yani, in the places where they intend for them to be for a wisdom and, and, uh, and for a reason. When we look at this particular order, and that Allah Ta'ala, He blesses an individual to be one who is blessed wherever they may be. Then we realize that this aspect of being blessed, wherever an individual may be, then this is a bounty from Allah Jalla wa'ala. This is a bounty from Allah Azza wa Jal. So therefore, it only makes sense that the Imam, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, that he will bring as the next aspect, as the Imam he says, وَأَنْ يَجَعَلَكَ مِنْ مَنْ إِذَا أُعْتِيَ شَكَرٌ And that he makes you of those whom when they are given, they are thankful. And that he makes you of those who when they are given, then they are thankful. They show thanks for the ni'mah. They show thanks for the bounty in which has been uh, bestowed upon them. And this, bila shak is something that is tremendous and a tremendous aspect of the deen of Al-Islam to show thanks. So with Allahi Ta'ala, let us look and let us see what does it mean uh, to show thanks to Allah Jalla wa'ala. وَقَالَ الشَّيْخَ الْعَلَّامَ شَيْخَ صَالَهِ فَوْزَانِ حَفِظَهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى نعم خلاف الذي إذا أعطي كفر كفر النعمة وبطلها he said and this is in contrary to the one whom when they are given a bounty then they belie it and they uh, deny it they are ungrateful with regards to it because you have many individuals whom when they are given a bounty, they uh, don't show thanks. They're ungrateful for it. Many of mankind is like this, right? 
So the Shaykh, he says that the one who is blessed wherever he may be, right, uh, and from those characteristics is an individual who when they are given, they show thanks to Allah Jalla wa'ala. They show shukr, they show thanks to Allah Jalla wa'ala. And this is contrary to the one whom they are ungrateful when they are given a bounty. The Shaykh, he says, فَإِنَّ كَثِيرًا مِنَ النَّاسِ Because many of the people, إِذَا he said, because many of the people, when they are given a bounty, they deny it. And they uh, are ungrateful with regards to it. That they are ungrateful for it and that they deny it. That when they are given this bounty, they are ungrateful and that they deny it. Well, shukr, shukr is something that is important and we need to know and have some understanding of what is shukr. And this is because uh, the great Imam, Imam Ahmed, ta'ala, he mentions that a shukr is nisful iman. That shukr, and I want everyone to write this down, that shukr, being thankful and showing gratitude to Allah, is half of iman. Is half of iman. And the other half of iman is sabr, is sabr, being patient to Allah Jalla wa'ala, being patient. Naam. So the, the iman is of two halves. The first half is shukr. The first half is shukr. And the second half is sabr. So again, the first half of iman is what? Shukr. And the second half of Iman is Sabr. And the Dalil for this, the Dalil for this, is that which comes in Sahih Muslim. Is a hadith that comes in Sahih Muslim. And Suhaib, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, qal, and I want everyone to pay close attention to this hadith. Again, this hadith is collected in Sahih Muslim. Where the Prophet ﷺ, he said, عَجِبًا لِأَمْرِ mu'min That the affair of the believer is most amazing. Right? The affair of the believer. And remember, the believer is the one who has what? Iman. The one who has Iman. Alakullin. The, the Prophet Sallallahu goes on and he says, amrahu kullahu khayrun. And that his affair, all of it is good. For the believer, every situation that he is in is good. Right? The Prophet Sallallahu goes on and he says, وَلَيْسَ ذَلِكَ لِأَحَدًا إِلَّا لِلْمُؤْمِنِ He said, and this is not for anyone except for, for who? For the believer. This is not for anyone except for the believer. And then I want you to listen to what the Prophet ﷺ, he mentions. Because he mentions two affairs. Okay? So I want you to mention, uh, listen to what the Prophet ﷺ, he mentions. He says, إِنْ أَصَابَتْهُ شَكَرٌ خَيْرٌ لَهُ He said, if he is tested with good times, then... He is thankful, and that is better for him. If he is tested with the good times, he is thankful, and that is better for him. 
wa in asabathu darra sabr fakana khairan lah and if he is tested with difficulty then he is patient and that is better for him when one reflects upon this hadith he sees that the prophet sallallahu he mentioned shukr and sabr that he mentioned gratitude and patience gratitude and patience so imam ahmed rahimahullah ta'ala he utilized this hadith as a proof that iman is of two halves iman is of two halves half of it is gratitude and half of it is patience naam half of it is gratitude and half of it is patience and it's important for us to know and to understand that every situation we may be in in life then it is a test for us it is a test even good times good times are tests and in fact good times they are the harder of the two because the test will either be in good times or it will either be in uh hard times right the tests in the hard times are a lot easier to identify them as being tests due to the situation difficultiness of the situation whereas in good times uh is easy to forget that we're being tested even though it's a good time and it's a blessing that we are being tested even during this good time and this is why the prophet sallallahu alaihi said uh that if asabathu sarra that if he is tested naam he is tested in in asabathu sarra if he is tested then he is what he is tested with good times if he is tested with good times then he is what then he is thankful Allah Ta'ala he says to give us some understanding so that we know that good times and bad times they both are test. That what's the dalil? The dalil for this can be found in Surah Al-Fajr in his verse numbers 15 and 16. Allah Ta'ala he says fa amma al-insanu idha ma batalahu rabbuh fa akramahu wa na'amahu fa yaqulu rabbi akraman. Wa amma idha ma batalahu fa qadara 'alayhi rizquhu fa yaqulu rabbi ahanan Allah Ta'ala says what means and with regards to the individual to the to the human being when he is tested when his lord tests him na'am fa idha ma batalahu rabbuh when his lord tests him what does Allah Ta'ala mention that he tests them by way of Allah Ta'ala he says when he tests them by yani uh being generous to them ennobling yani uh, being noble to them so on and so forth and and granting them with blessings and 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 bounties then the human being he says what he says my lord has honored me the shahid is that allah ta'ala mentions that his being uh, given these 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 blessings and these bounties then this is how his lord is testing him naam and then allah ta'ala says and what means and when he tests him by restricting his provisions then he says verily my lord has uh, disgraced me right ala kullin we see from this from this from these uh, two ayat that the good times and the bad times they are tests they are tests right so we need to know how do we pass the test of the good time how do we pass the test when things are easy when things are going our way for lack of a better term how do we pass the test in order to do that in order to pass the test we have to be thankful we have to have shukr in order to have shukr then we have to understand what is shukr because a person he will not be able to establish something if he is ignorant of it now if a person is ignorant about something 
he'll be unable to establish it. If he doesn't know what shukr is, then how could he bring about the shukr? Uh, you find that this particular word shukr, it is translated as uh, thankfulness, it is translated as uh, gratitude, so on and so forth, right? And this bears a meaning, yeah, it, it, it does, it sheds, it sheds light on a meaning or a portion of the meaning, a portion of the meaning of this word. But it doesn't give to us in totality a full understanding or a better understanding of what in actuality is shukr. So, bithnilah, we want to look at that, inshallah ta'ala. وَقَالَ الْعَلَّامَ Shaykh Saleh Abdelaziz Al-Shaykh Hudhullahu Ta'ala He says In commenting on the statement of the Imam shakar, When he is given He is thankful He has shukr And inshallah Ta'ala let us do this Let us not use the translation for shukr Beyond this point Let us say shukr And understand what it is inshallah Ta'ala As we're going to go over he says that when they, they, are, they are given, then they bring shukr, right? He says the أَنَّ الْأَعْطَاءِ مِنَ اللَّهِ جَلَّ وَعَلَى نِعْمَةِ He says because verily that which is given, then it is from Allah Ta'ala and it is a bounty. That which is given, then it is from Allah Jalla wa'ala and it is a bounty. وَاللَّهِ جَلَّ وَعَلَى يُحِبُّ الشَّاكِرِينَ مِنْ عِبَادِهِ and Allah, He loves those who are thankful from His slaves. Allah loves those of His slaves who they illustrate shukr. The Shaykh, He says, وَالشُكْرِ يَكُونُ بِالْلِسَانِ الْمَقَالِ وَيَكُونُ بِالْعَمَلِ Very important, right? This. The Shaykh, He says, So shukr, it will be illustrated and displayed by the tongue through statements. Shukr, it will be expressed by the tongue through statements. And it will be expressed by actions. So shukr, how is shukr expressed? It is expressed, one, by the tongue and statements. And two, it is expressed by action. Shukr requires both things present. Statements of the tongue showing the shukr and also actions of the limbs that show the shukr. What is the proof of this? Because see, in Islam we need dalil, right? Never accept from anyone that they speak to you about Islam and something that is Islamic and then they do not offer to you a dalil. Okay, because to say that shukr, it necessitates statements of gratitude as well as actions, then we need dalil. What's the dalil for that? Allah Ta'ala, He says in Surah Luqman, in Surah Luqman, verse number 14, Allah Ta'ala, He says, Anishkurli waliwalidayk. And give thanks to me and your parents. Uh, so show shukr to me and your parents. And Sheikh Saleh, Ali Sheikh, 
Hafizullah Ta'ala, he says, Bilmaqal Wal'amal, Wabil'amal. Here meaning in statement and action. In statements and action. So this shukr here is expressed in statements and in actions. وَقَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى in Surah 7 Allah Ta'ala, He says in Surah 7 verse number 13 اِعْمَلُوا آلَ دَاوُودَ شُكْرًا And O family of Dawood work you in accordance to shukr work you in accordance to shukr نعم So here we find as the Shaykh mentions هَذَا مِنْ جِهَا Al-amal, then this is from the standpoint of actions. Allah Ta'ala is telling them, O oh, you family of Dawood, then you work, work you, O oh, family of Dawood, with what? With shukr. With shukr. And this working with shukr, then this is showing us what? That actions enter into what is shukr. Actions. Okay? So it's a dalil for actions. Allah Ta'ala he says, وَاشْكُرُوا لِي وَلَا تَكْفُرُونَ And have shukr for me and do not disbelieve. Do not be ungrateful. Do not disbelieve. The Shaykh, he says, هَذَا مِنْ جِهَا الْقَوْلِ وَالْعَمَلِ This is from the standpoint of both statements and actions. And this can be found in Surah Al-Baqarah and it's verse 152. So again, as Surah Al-Baqarah Verse 152. So these three ayat, the first from Surah Luqman, verse 14, and then from Surah Saba, verse 13, and then from Surah Al-Baqarah, verse 152. All of these are from the proofs and evidences which show us that statements and actions uh, are necessary to bring forth shukr. That statements and actions are necessary to bring forth shukr. So we realize from this standpoint that if we are to be of those who are thankful for what Allah Ta'ala has uh, blessed them with, then we have to bring forth both statements and actions that are indicative and that illustrate and express shukr. Okay? The Shaykh goes on to say, and this is a very important point, he says, وَلِهَذَا اخْتَلَفَ أَوْ افْتَرَقَ الشُّكْرُ عَنِ الْحَمْدِ He said, and from this standpoint, you find that shukr, it differs from hamd. So inshallah ta'ala, I want you to write this down as well. Uh, the difference between الشُّكْر and الحمد. The difference between الشُّكْر and between الحمد. Because when these words come separate from one another, you find that they are translated exactly the same. When they come separate from one another, you find they're translated exactly the same. Thanks. To be grateful, have gratitude, so on and so forth. They're translated exactly the same. And I want this to be an encouragement to myself, first and foremost, and to those who are listening, that we have to learn Arabic. We have to learn Arabic because we're going to yani, be losing out, as they say, uh, things that are lost in translation. And you, this is an example. 
Because when these words are brought in uh, translation, they're translated with the exact same word. Or the exact same yani, range of words. Whereas you find in the Arabic language, there is a difference between the two of them. They're not the same. They're not the same. But the translations will render you what the same group of words to express each. Which means that what? That the one who's reading through the translation, not understanding exactly what is shukr and yani is his characteristics and that, uh, and his definition and, and and not understanding exactly what is hemd, then he's going to lose out. He's going to lose out. He's not going to get the full uh, scope of the meaning because things are lost in translation. Now, so this is an encouragement for myself uh, and then for all of you that we we have to learn Arabic. We have to learn Arabic. Okay. In any event. The Shaykh says, "Fashukr, ashukr, we deal with shukr firstly. Ashukr, yakunu an ni'matin. That shukr, it is upon a bounty. That shukr, it comes in the wake of a bounty. So the bounty it comes first, then shukr comes." That's first. Secondly, as the Sheikh already mentioned, that shukr it comprises of both statements and actions. That shukr it comprises of both statements and actions. I'm going to repeat that again, inshallah, to make sure everyone has it down. One, shukr, it is upon a bounty. It comes in wake of a bounty. A bounty comes, then shukr is expressed. Okay? And it consists of both statements and actions. It consists of both statements and actions. Whereas, alhamd, wa amma alhamd, right? And it's good as an, an ex, as a, a suggestion if you write them in your notes side by side and you write them in a list, right? So you write them uh, side by side. So you put a shukr, underline it, right? Highlight it, whatever. Uh, and then you put under it what was mentioned. That one, it comes after a blessing, right? And then two, it comprises of both statements and actions. And then right next to that, so you can see them yeah, in contrast between the two, then write alhamd. And put a line and then highlight the word hamd, right? And then put for hamd under it. As far as hamd, فَقَدْ يَكُونُ لِنِعْمَةً أَوْ فِي مُقَابِلْ نِعْمَةً وَقَدْ لَا يَكُونُ Firstly, the hamd, uh, it could be uh, in wake of a blessing so the hamd it can come after the blessing right or uh, for a for a particular blessing or not yakunu thana'an mubtada'an or it can be a thankfulness or it can be a praise that is preemptive okay so when it comes to the hamd the hamd can come either after a blessing has come or before a blessing has come 
And that's the difference between shukr, because shukr only comes after a blessing. Whereas hamd could come before or after a blessing. Right? It can either come after a blessing, in wake of a blessing, or yani, due to a blessing, or because of a blessing. Or it can be preemptive, where the hamd is given, right? Uh, uh, preemptively before a blessing. Right? And the hamd, it can come... Uh, due to blessings and so on and so forth, or other than that, as we say, Alhamdulillah ala kulli hal, right? Alhamdulillah ala kulli hal. That's yani the hamd is for Allah upon what every situation, whether the situation is easy, difficult, good, bad. Alhamdulillah. Whereas you find a shukr is only what connected to blessings. Right, so that's 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 uh, the first difference. The second is that alhamd yakunu bil lisan dun al amal. So secondly, alhamd it is by the tongue and not the action. Alhamd it is by the tongue and not the action. Is the alhamd is only expressed by the tongue, the tongue only. So this shows us some difference, Yani, between a shukr and alhamd, which again are both translated roughly the same way when they come in the translation. But now we understand a little better that they are different. They are different. So let us look to inshallah ta'ala, going back to a shukr. Going back to a shukr. Let us look to the different aspects of a shukr so that we know how do we implement the shukr. Because we said statements and actions. But let us look a little bit more into what does it mean statements and what does it mean actions. The shaykh says, أَمَّا بِالْقَوْلِ فَبِأَنْ يُنْصَبَ ذَلِكَ الْعَطَاءِ إِلَى مَنْ He says, with regards to statements, what enters into that is that this particular thing that was given, then it is referred to the one who gave it. Is referred to the one who had given it. And that he praises him uh, because of it. And that he doesn't look to other than him with regards to it. So the one who is truly thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is the one who he acknowledges that these bounties that he is bestowed with are from Allah. He is not one who thinks that it is from himself, uh, not one who thinks yani, that upon some knowledge is how he had came across this particular thing. No, he is one who he attributes these bounties to Allah ta'ala. He attributes them to Allah this is important. And this is, yani, could be expressed by a person's tongue. Is that he attributes the bounty to Allah, Jalla wa'ala. As Allah Ta'ala, he says in Surah uh, An-Nahl, verse 53, وَمَا بِكُمْ مِنْ نِعْمَةٍ فَمِنْ Allah. And whatever you have with you from blessing, from bounty, then verily it is from Allah. It is from Allah. طيب. So all of the bounties and the blessing, then are from Allah. So it is a must that to show shukr that our tongues express this. 
Our tongues express that uh, these blessings and these bounties and they are from Allah Jalla wa'ala. Naam. And we don't try to sit it there from anything else. Uh, we don't try to be like those kuffar who claim no, it's from our own efforts. It's because we are so skilled and because because we, we, we and all this stuff and I, I, I. No. Because of Allah. Alhamdulillah. Ashkurullah. We give any shukr and hamd to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. So this is important. And that we praise Allah Ta'ala, that we praise Allah Ta'ala because of the bounties in which He has given us. That we praise Allah Ta'ala for the bounties that He has given us. This is important. Naam. Not like those whom Allah Ta'ala informs us about them. Allah Ta'ala says in His ayah, it can be found in Surah Al Nahl, in His verse 83, where Allah Ta'ala, He says what means, and they recognize the grace of Allah. They recognize the ni'mah of Allah, right? Being with their tongues, right? Their tongue, they recognize the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then they what? Then they deny it. Then they deny it. How do they deny it? They deny it by giving worship to other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They deny it by giving worship to other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. Because when one worships other than Allah, then... This will negate his thankfulness. Allah Ta'ala says, But rather worship Allah and be from those who show thanks. Which is an indication in Dalil that if an individual is, is making shirk, then he's not showing thanks, he's not showing shukr to Allah Jalla wa'ala. So these individuals, they, what, they may say something with their tongues which seems like they are thankful, but then they turn around and they worship other than Allah. Like those Christians who in one breath will thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a ni'mah and then turn around and thank Jesus or praise Jesus and pray to Jesus and so on and so forth. So these are individuals who they acknowledge a, a bounty and then they turn around and deny it by worshipping other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Which brings us now to the second uh, standpoint or aspect of shukr and that is what? And that is that we have to show thanks to Allah Ta'ala by way of our actions. We have to show shukr to Allah Ta'ala by way of our actions and that is by what? Establishing a tawheed. By establishing a tawheed. That's the first, middle, and end of the affair. We had to establish tawheed. A person can't be one who makes shukr Unless he establishes a tawheed. Naam. And also from that, the Shaykh he mentions, he says, from the actions that are is that we have to bring forth to show our shukr, the Shaykh he says, Yakunu shukr fima man biha. I want you to listen to this very well and write this down. That an individual will show and express shukr by utilizing the bounty in a way in which the one who bestowed the bounty upon him loves and is pleased with. That we have to utilize those bounties that Allah Ta'ala has given us in a way that Allah loves. This is from the ways in which an individual he shows shukr, right? He shows shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
And when one, if one goes uh, and he reflects, he goes back to Surah Seba, verse 13, right? And they read before that, they will see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions a lot of blessings that He bestowed upon the family of Dawood. Right? Allah Ta'ala, He mentions a lot of blessings that He bestowed upon, uh, upon the, uh, the family of Dawood. So, but inshallah Ta'ala, what I want you to do is, as a part of the uh, homework assignment, I want you to go back and I want you to read through these ayat. Okay? I want you to go back and I want you to read through these ayat. And they, they are from ayat number 10 uh, to, to ayat number 13. Okay? Allah Ta'ala, He mentions... Many things that he blessed uh, the family of Dawood with, many things that he blessed Dawood alayhi salatu wasalam with, and many things that he had blessed Sulaiman alayhi salatu wasalam with. And then at the end of that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, I'amalu ala Dawood shukra. And, oh, and, uh, oh family of Dawood, work with what? With gratitude, work with shukr, work upon shukr. Meaning that what that these things in which that we have given you, what we understand from this, uh, from the understandings from this is that these things in which we had blessed you with and bestowed upon you, utilize them in a way in which Allah is pleased with. Have shukr in statement and in action, and from that is a utilization of that which Allah Taala has blessed us with in ways that He is pleased with. Now, Bismillah, Alhamdulillah, um, I apologize, we had a power surge here And we lost our connectivity to the internet So as to conclude uh, Go back for homework inshallah And read from Surah 7 verse number 10 to 13 At the end of which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says I'amalu ala Dawood shukra and work you, O family of Dawood, with shukr, upon shukr, naam. Uh, because it is necessary that as an illustration of shukr, that we, naam, that we attribute the bounty to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that we thank Allah ta'ala and praise Allah ta'ala with it, yani with our tongues, and with our actions that we establish the tawheed, and we utilize those uh, ni'am, those bounties that Allah ta'ala has bestowed upon us, in ways that Allah loves that we only utilize these bounties in ways that Allah Ta'ala, He loves. Naam. And this is from the ways in which uh, an individual, He will establish shukr to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So the Shaykh, He says, uh, Shaykh Fawzan, Ta'ala, He goes back, and he, uh, going back to uh, His explanation, and He says, And we're not like uh, the the other people, this is contrary, and khalaf, الذي إِذَا أُعْتِيَ كَفْرَ نِعْمَ وَبَطِرَهَا not like the one who, when they are given something, then they uh, they are ungrateful and they deny it. فَإِنَّ كَثِيرًا مِنَ النَّاسِ إِذَا أُعْطُوا النِّعْمَ كَفَرُوا وَأَنْكَرُوهَا كَفَرُوهَا وَأَنْكَرُوهَا Because many of the people, when they are given a bounty, they are ungrateful with regards to it and they deny it. وَصَرَفُوهَا فِي غَيْرِ طَاعَةِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلٍ And they utilize it in other than the bounty or other than the uh, obedience of Allah Azza wa Jal. That they utilize these bounties in other than Allah Ta'ala's obedience. Naam. فَصَارَتْ سَبَبًا لِشَقَوَتِهَا 
and you find that this in actuality only becomes a reason and a cause for their misery a reason and a cause for their misery now but if you want the bounties to increase if you want the bounties to remain with you then the shaykh he says وَمَنْ يَشْكُرْ فَإِنَّ اللَّهِ يَزِيدُ and whoever shows thanks then verily Allah he will increase him then Allah will increase him يَزِيدُ yeah? he will increase his bounties and he will increase the ni'am upon him as Allah Ta'ala he says and this can be found in Surah Ibrahim in his verse number 7 لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ and if you show thanks then verily most definitely we shall increase you if you show thanks then verily most definitely we shall increase you we shall increase you in your blessings and in the, and in your 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 ni'am na'am ala kullin the shaykh goes on hadallahu ta'ala and he says fallah jalla wa ala yazidu shakirin min fadlihi wa ihsanihi allahu ta'ala he increases those who show thanks with uh, from his bounty and from his good treatment of them فَإِذَا أَرَدْتَ الْمَزِيدِ So if you want an increase مِنْ نِعْمِ From the bounties of Allah فَشْكُرِ Then give thanks to Allah Azza wa Jal وَإِذَا أَرَدْتَ الزَّوَالِ النِعْمَةِ But if you want the ni'ma to go away If you want the bounty to go away If you don't want the bounty no more The Shaykh he says فَكْفُرُوهَا Then be ungrateful for them And you will lose them we ask Allah Ta'ala to make us of those who are thankful for the bounties in which He had uh, bestowed upon them, those who so shukr, uh, yani the real shukr over that which they have been given. Uh, this is from what we wanted to present it uh, today. فَنَكْتَفِي بِهَذَا الْقَدْرِ وَصَلَى اللَّهِ وَسَلَّمَ عَلَى نَبِيِّنَا مُحَمَّدْ وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ أَجْمَعِينَ